Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Okay, guys, I got to be honest with you for one minute. I woke up at um, four in the morning today (laughs) and I've had about four cups of coffee, if not more. And so here I am. (laughs) This is going to be fun today. Are you ready? I do want to say that waking up at 4 a.m., was not by old Hustle Shelby standards. I used to wake up at 4 a.m. almost every day, you guys, real talk. Um, But no, today I would have just been stranded at my partner's house for like more hours than I wanted to be. So I got up and went to her gym, did a a crazy workout at five in the morning so I could – go home and work. (laughs) Um, But there was a time in my life, you guys, I literally woke up at four in the morning, literally every single day. And then I would go to bed at like 11 PM. I was a fucking psycho. Um, But you know what? It's what I needed to do in order to build the business I have today, I guess. So here's to hustling in a past life to get to uh, present life, right? Okay. Not the topic we're going to be talking about today. Also, I have a coffee cup in my hand, so if you hear me slurping over here, you know what's up. Just having coffee with Shelby. (laughs) Um, What do I want to talk about before we dive in? Y'all know I sponsored this podcast. You know that this amazing free content can come to you because I have a business that allows me the time and space and freedom to provide free, amazing content for you. So what do I have going on in my world right now? You guys, I have a big announcement coming in a few weeks. I am not quite ready to share it, but get excited. Mark your calendars. I am going to be announcing it. Oh, well, let me see here what the exact date is. March 9th, March 9th podcast episode. If you want to be the first to know, make sure you're hopping on. There's only going to be a few spots in this program that are going to be available to y'all. And what other kind of hints can I give you? That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Um, So that's March 10th. I have a retreat in May, May 7th through the, it's like 10th or 11th. It's Thursday through Sunday, May in Encinitas, Cardiff by the sea. It's literally like a block from my new apartment and it's 
within walking distance of the ocean. It's in the energy vortex here in Encinitas. And what do I want to say about this, you guys? I want to say that if you're feeling like intimidated, I know for me going to retreats and these types of things used to be really terrifying because I had this unworthiness paradigm um, that I wasn't quite qualified to be there. It wasn't enough to be there. And if that's any sort of thing that's preventing you from getting to this retreat, I just want to remind you that this is, I create a really incredibly safe space for women to come together, to grow, to be seen, to heal. And my intention for this retreat is to help you actually step into your full worthiness, your power, to be seen, to be able to go out into the world and share whatever message is on your heart. And even if that's not in a coaching business or any format like that, that you can be the light in your whatever career you're in and that you can step into your soul's purpose. This retreat is going to be massively expansive for your auras. And what I mean by that is that when we heal and we dig up like shit that's sucked in our energetic body and we pull it up to the surface, we let that shit go. That's when we create space for higher frequency, higher vibrational energies to enter. And so that is my intent at this retreat. There's so many intentions I place on this. I invoke every single day. I call on... (laughs) guides of highest truth and compassion. And what I can say is that after the last retreat I hosted, there was massive shifts for many of the women who came. There was massive upheaval. And what I mean by that is like shit got brought to the surface that had been shoved down for a real long time to be healed. So if you feel called to be a part of that, um, the details are in the link in my bio. If you have any questions, be sure to reach out on Instagram um, at xo.shelbyrose, and I'd be happy to chat any other questions you have um, on the retreat. Okay, what are we chatting about today? Y'all, energetics and why this, um, this topic was inspired. I had a friend reach out and ask me if I could help her with some of her marketing for um, what she does. And I am, I am busy (laughs) y'all. I want to help everyone and I want to coach y'all in the DMS, but it's just, it's simply not possible for me to, um, to do that with my, my, you know, my client load and planning retreats and all the things I have on my plate doing this podcast. So I figured I would share a message that I could share with all of you who are also struggling, struggling marketing, what it is that you want to put out into the world. And what I want to say is even if you don't have a business, there may be some things here (laughs) that will resonate for you when it comes to calling in other things. Um, including relationships, job opportunities. We're going to talk about the energy behind calling in your soul tribe, but that could also be friendships. That could also be relationships. So there may be some things that ring true for you, even if it's not just the sales. And there is going to be some strategy stuff in here because let's be real. We need the, the, the best of both worlds when it comes to sales. But I want to share you with you my perspective and what I think 
works really well for me and what I've noticed doesn't work for me as well. So I'm going to get real with you guys. I'm going to get vulnerable with you guys. I'm going to share my personal stories with sales. And I know many of you are going to enjoy this episode. Okay. Real talk. I paused the recording so I could drink my coffee. Um, so Let's start with this. Are you clear on the outcome? So this is more of a strategy thing. I want to speak to some of the strategy stuff first so that we can get that shit out of the way and talk about energy. But sometimes we're just literally not speaking clearly to our audience. And what I mean by this is that they may look at you and think you're inspiring, but they don't know what the fuck you do. <laughs> Are you actually like clear on what you're taking your people, what journey you're taking your people on? And I witness this for myself is sometimes I'll be like sharing really inspirational stuff, but I'm like, but what am I actually doing for these people? Like this may be inspiring. This may be relatable, but what is the journey I'm taking people on? And don't get me wrong. Some of my content is just going to be inspiring because I don't need to be promoting all the time. But if you're not at least sharing a little bit here and there of what the transformation you're providing for your clients actually is, there's going to be massive confusion and you're going to like, there's going to be disconnect with your audience. And what I mean by that is if I'm sitting here being like, yes, chase your dreams, do big things. She believed she could. So she did like, you know, sharing all the inspirational quotes and sharing maybe some of my experiences, but I'm not telling people how I can help them. They won't know I'm the person they need to come to when they are encountering an issue or when they're realizing they want to, you know, start that business. I can be talking about chasing your dreams, but someone may not actually know that I help women start a business, right? So there's a disconnect that it can occur. What is your intention for that program? And what I want to say is if you're totally new to coaching or having a program or having an offer, or even like if you're in network marketing and you're like, well, I don't really know what I do for the client. Think about what, like, what are you helping them through? And what I can say is that I have done this I, you know, when I started life coaching, when I was just a life coach, I was like <laughs> sitting there being like, well, I don't really know what the outcome is for sure going to be. It's going to be different for everyone. And what I actually realized I was doing in that is I was copying, I was opting out of setting an intention for the container and I was depriving my clients of the power of intention. Because what happens when we set an intention, it literally alchemy occurs through our programs to get people to that outcome, right? It's just like when I set the intention that people will have massive breakthroughs. I think about my soul activation course. I set the intention that my clients would go through massive upheaval, massive purging so that they could get clarity on what their soul is trying to tell them. And had I not done that, there wouldn't have been this massive alchemy when the clients were coming through that course. So one, are you being clear on what the client is going to get from that message that you're sharing from that program you're sharing and put that in your messaging, right? So that doesn't have to be like a... <laughs> I'm going to fix this for you. I'm going to fix this for you. It's no like, what's the, what's the journey you're taking them on? Am I sharing that in my posts? Am I speaking to the pain points I'm helping that client serve? I mean, you've heard this before when it comes to sales, but I think sometimes as healers and as intuitives and highly sensitive humans and 
like empaths. We want to be like skirting around what we actually do because there's a little discomfort owning who the fuck we are and what we actually do. And what I want you to witness is, is there any weird energy for you? Is there any like lacking confidence in what you do and what you deliver for an impact and an outcome and a transformation? And I want you to get really, really clear on what that is that you want. And even if you don't know the path there yet, when I launched Unshackle, Unleash the Queen, I knew the path and the journey, or I knew the outcome was going to be that each of the women coming into this course were going to feel reborn. They were going to be stepping into that queen version of them that's not stuck in their wounding. They were going to step into the most confident version of self. They weren't going to be having these crazy thoughts going all the time. And I, I set that as the in, intent for that course, even before I created the curriculum. And here's the power of that is when I set that intention, the curriculum came to me. Experiences came to me where I could share and I could teach on. So I want you to get it really clear on your outcome and share that with your audience. Because there's likely someone like, let's say you are doing confidence coaching. Well, there's probably someone out there who's really lacking the confidence to share their message, who's lacking the confidence to show up on a date, who, who walks into a room and is terrified that all the eyes are on her, right? That's the person you're speaking to and that's what you're going to help them overcome. So you want to make sure that they know you're the person for that. The next strategy thing I want to speak to before we get into the energetics is are you asking them out, right? So you can have the most amazing energy. You can have, and don't get me wrong, sometimes you don't have to do these things um, and you will just be a magnet when we work through the energetic piece and I've noticed this for myself, but we want to put ourselves out there to a, a certain degree. I often tune into my higher self and this is something I teach my mastermind clients is tuning into your higher self before you take action on a on a post, on a story, on a business activity, so that everything you do comes from higher self and it's an energetic alignment with soul. And when that happens, it's more magnetic. You become magnetic when you're in alignment with higher self. But sometimes we, we just got to ask our clients out. Sometimes we just have to put ourselves out there in the sense of like, hey, I'm opening up, you know, five one-on-one spots. If you're interested, shoot me a message. Put, creating the space for them to actually create a connection with you. So do you ask them out? Do you have a call to action? Do you have direct, like, what do you want them to do, right? So if they want to, if you're interested in calling in five one-on-one -on -one clients or five people for your course and you, like, end your post with, I have some spots open, or would you end it with, I have five spots available. If you want to claim one of these, go to the link in my bio and enroll now. If you want to claim one of these, drop me a heart below. If you want to claim one of these, shoot me a DM right now, right? Be specific, be clear and ask them out. And that can be really vulnerable and really scary for a lot of empaths because you may be opening yourself up for rejection. In the sense that like, if no one replies, sometimes it triggers the rejection response. And I'm saying this from like, yeah, girl was terrified to go for the ask for most of my life because I was afraid of like, well, what if, what if they don't actually say yes? What if no one signs up, which may happen and just means that there's 
there is room for expansion. There's room for energetic shifts. But at least you went for it, right? And then you can tune your energy in. But at least you put yourself out there, right? Because if you never put yourself out there, no one knows that you can help them with what they're going through. The next thing I want to speak to is, are you making, actually, let's, let's go here. Are you showing up as a leader? <laughs> and what I mean by this is that sometimes we get really comfortable, at least I get really comfortable sharing my story. I love being, being vulnerable. I love putting myself out there and there's no right or wrong way to do this, but are you positioning yourself as someone who's actually overcome something and as a leader? And I had someone reflect something back to me um, at a spiritual conference a few weeks ago. They're like, you really present yourself as super relatable, but not as a leader. Like the way you're dressed, the way you show up, you're kind of showing up as a equal. And I'm not saying that you anyone is ever higher or above, but sometimes we, if we really want to attract high level clients and high level people, we want to show up as a confident person. And you may not always feel confident, but witness, how am I dressing? How am I showing up? What does the quality of my pictures look like? And I'm, I'm, and just being real with you guys, if there's a picture that's really dark and I can't really see what it is, or I'm like confused by what I'm even looking like looking at, I'm probably going to scroll past it. So am I showing up as a, like the energetic match of a leader? Am I showing up as the I'm not my course's version of self, right? Like, am I showing up as that presence of this is who I am as the risen version of self? the queen version of self? Or am I showing up? Am I posting things that are like kind of timid, kind of shy and energetically you can tell if you scroll back, I would encourage you to do this on my social media feed. If you scroll back to when I first started posting on social media, a lot of my pictures were like really dark. I posted like a lot of food and not of myself and not saying that like posting foodie pictures, post all the foodie pictures, please. But they were really like dark. And I was like, what am I even eating there? You know, it was just like looking at it. It didn't look like a feed that I would be like, oh, this person knows what they're talking about. Because whether you know it or not, people's egoic minds are sometimes still making the decisions when they're looking like that. And sometimes we just need to catch their intention, right? And then they might take the time to actually look at what we had to say. Because sometimes people are just like scrolling and the stuff that maybe they're liking some stuff, but a lot of people are just scrolling past stuff. So how can we capture their intention and really show them that we are an authority on what we teach, what we speak to, the healing we provide for for our clients. What I can say around this is there may be some healing for you to do because I have this massive fear of being seen. And so I never want to judge anyone for how they show up, right? And I never want to judge myself for how I've shown up in the past. But what I witnessed is those times where I was posting really dark photos or like where I, like, you can't really see my face or like where I was kind of hiding is because I really truly was really terrified of being fully seen. Like it scared me to be in the spotlight. It made me really uncomfortable when there was a, like if I was sitting at a table and everyone was looking at me and I was the center of conversation, that made me really uncomfortable. It still makes me really uncomfortable, low key. Being that like center of attention. 
And what I realized that is like, I was hiding, right? I was hiding my gifts. I was hiding my truth. I was hiding my capacity and my ability to serve other people behind, you know, even in my photos, you could tell it I was hiding. And there was a moment on my social media. I remember one picture I took where all of a sudden my eyes changed and I was looking into the camera and I looked vibrant and it was this like awakening that occurred to me. And from there on out, my colors on my feed, you can tell shifted something inside of me shifted and it was expressed on the external. So sometimes we can even look at our energy on our posts and see what the disconnect is for ourselves. And I bet you could have a friend or someone on the outside tell you like what, you know, what, when you see my posts, what energy do you feel from that? Because here's the thing, the, the, the ego mind is going to be the one that like you catch the eye and you catch the attention of, but the, the soul can read your energy. And this is where the energetics come into place is yes. One, am I showing up as a leader? Am I showing up as the person who already has the program sold out, who already has the client list packed? Or am I showing up in this weird, funky energy? And here's where the energetics come into place is number one, is there any like desperate or needy energy for you? And girlfriend, if there is, let me tell you how many times I've been there. I I will tell you like going from a full-time job, nine to five, safe and secure, knew what my check was going to be to like dropping part-time and like decreasing my hours. Like there were moments, many moments, especially investing as much as I did where I was terrified around money. And so when people would come into my space, I'd be like, Oh, potential client, potential client. Because I was like money, 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 I need money. I'm afraid I'm not, I'm not supported. I'm not safe. I'm not secure. And here's the thing. it, It was not usually about how much money I was making. It was the energy that happened. There was an energetic shift when I quit my job that I went into a fear around money because it was like, I don't know where it's gonna come from. I didn't put my faith in the divine that this is my divine path. The divine is gonna support me. I said, okay, I quit my job. I have to figure this out. I have to hustle. I have to get clients. And even saying I have to get clients feels weird for me because it feels like a needy energy. Because the truth is, there's already hundreds of thousands of people who are waiting for me to wake up and show up and step into my receiving capacity so that I can serve them. And yes, there are some strategic things we may need to do, right? Like having this podcast is a way for me to reach more souls. Having an Instagram following is a way for me to reach more people. Having posts on Facebook is a way for me to reach more people. I have many ways for the humans to find me and reach me that help with connecting with more more clients and souls I can serve. But I notice when I dip into that, I'm in control. I'm, I need to figure out how to make the money. When I go into that, the flow of abundance and the flow of clients and the flow of like all things stops for me. And I had a period a few months ago where I was like in flow and then something switched in me and I went into this old unworthiness paradigm and all of a sudden I felt my energy shift into neediness. And you guys, I... I don't know what happened, but like the, the floodgates shut down for me. And it was like, 
a slow month for me. And then I like got freaked out and there was all this like needy, desperate energy. And what I realized is I was relying on my own strength again. So what I would tell you is if you're in that desperate energy where every single person who reaches out to you kind of get energetically attached to them, I just want you to witness like when I have a potential lead reach out. And if you came from network marketing or if you're in network marketing, I know that the like very masculine energy is like hustle, 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 find clients, find clients, like find leads, find leads. And it's like a weird, funky energy that can occur sometimes is I just want you to witness like when someone pops into your inbox or you have a sales call, how do you feel about it? Energetically, are you like, like, I need this person. I need this person. I need this person. Cause let me tell you, <laughs> attracting from that place doesn't always end up super fun. I'm just going to say it like that. Um, and so witness what your energy is around potential leads and potential clients. The other thing I want you to, to look at is if you have any weird energy around receiving. And what I mean by this is I'll witness some people where it's like, if I try to buy them a cup of coffee, they get uncomfortable. If I try to, you know, <sighs> let's use my significant other, for example, she is such a giver. And when I try to give back, I feel this energy. She, she's, she's getting better. But there were, at first it was like that. No, I'll pay for everything. I'll pay for all the meals. I pay, I like, I'll pay, I'll pay, I'll pay, I'll do. And there was this resistance around receiving. We don't always know where it comes from, but I just want you to start to witness, like, do you allow people to give to you? And it may not just be in the monetary sense. It may be like, help you out, right? For a long time, I didn't have an assistant because I was like, I want control. I don't want to, like, I couldn't possibly ask for help. I don't need the help, right? I had like all these stories. Same thing with like having someone pay you or have, like, let's go actually a different avenue. This is like receiving pleasure. How do you act in the bedroom? Because sometimes receiving pleasure, like not just in the bedroom, but like in all areas of your life, like allowing yourself to receive in the sense of like, I'm going to like, let myself get a massage or get a pedicure and not feel guilty about it, right? So how is your energy around that? Do you feel guilty about receiving in any areas of your life? Because oftentimes when we have a weird energy around receiving, it can be really awkward for us to receive payments from our clients. And what I will tell you is this was, this was the case for me. Every time I would sign a client, every time someone would be like, yes, this feels like a soul contract. I feel like I need to work with you. I don't know why, but I need to be in your energy. I would be like, ah, oh, fuck. I'm taking their money. I'm taking their money. I'm taking their money. I make them small. I kept making them small. I kept saying, oh my God, now they're going to have this much less. Now they're not going to have the money. Now that they're, now they're, now they're not going to have the resources. Instead of, and, and that's the kind of clients I often attracted in the beginning was clients who, when I he was charging a thousand dollars and not all of them, I'm, I'm going to preface with that. It's not all my clients were this way, but there was a few clients where it was like, that was a huge stretch for them because I placed that story on them, right? That was on me. I placed the story of they're small on them that I'm going to be taking their money, that they're not going to have left enough left over. And that's actually what I manifested a lot in the beginning was people having a difficult time making payments, not because you know, like energetically, there may have been a different situation had I not set that intention and placed that smallness on them. But what I would say is witness, are you telling the story that your clients aren't going to have enough? And if it's just because you currently don't have enough, witness that there's the potential that you have a woman or a man or a person who is in a really high paying job 
who wants service help guidance from you? Like, could that potentially be an option, right? Stop making your clients so small by saying they're the ones struggling with financial financial abundance, but also witness when you're placing your own financial stories on clients. Because I did that when I quit my full-time job and I had all this scarcity around money. All of a sudden I said, like, everyone's scarce, everyone's scarce, everyone's scarce. Everyone else who is an entrepreneur has these same issues, everyone else. Because I was so freaked the fuck out about money. I was placing that story on all my clients too. So just notice like what is your energy around receiving and around like receiving money from your clients and those stories you're telling about your clients because if you keep telling the stories that your clients are going to have money, you're never going to attract those clients. You're like, fuck yes, I want in and I want to pay in full. I know this is for me. What do I need to do? Tell me how to pay you, right? Because that's very much so the energy I've shifted into. And the other thing I'll say with that is, do you have weird energy around paying others, right? Do you honor the energy of others? So when I hired my first high ticket coach, that was $11,000. Every time the payment would come out of my account, I would be freaking out. I'd be like, oh my God, oh my God, this is so much money. Can't believe I'm doing this. Can't believe I'm doing this. this is such like, is this worth it? Like I would just like question, 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 right? Even though there was massive results occurring in my life and my business, I questioned every time because I wasn't honoring the energy of my coach. I was, and my ego was flaring. I was like, who does she think to charge this much? There was all this shit that was floating around. And so at the end of the day, you have to look at, are you valuing your coaches, your mentors? Are you excited to pay them? Are you excited to invest? What's your energy around those things? Do you value? Like, do you ask for handouts? Do you like, what is your energy around this stuff? Because if you're walking around asking for handouts from other coaches and you're not honoring their energy, how can you expect anyone else to want to invest in you when your energy around investing is it's not worth it? I'm not valuing other people. Like, right? So we have to look at what is our own energy around money because we may be projecting that out into our clients. We may be projecting our it's not worth investing onto clients. We may be projecting our own shit onto other people. So just witness is there any weirdness around paying people? Is there any weirdness around receiving? And then what else did I have? Oh. These are my, the last two are probably my two favorites. So the last one is one that I noticed really recently for me. And then I'm going to continue to work on is that are you in your masculine or are you in your feminine? And <laughs> if you come from network marketing, I'm just going to say you're probably in your masculine unless your network marketing upline was a guru on the divine feminine. Most of us are taught to be in our masculine. And what I mean by this is that we are taught to go out there and find the clients, hustle, get leads, do the outreach, do the marketing, show up on social media, post, post, post. Like we're taught to do, do these things, right? Instead of being. So what I mean by this is that oftentimes we think that posting more, sharing more, and don't get me wrong, it's important our clarity and our messaging, who we're speaking to, who we're teaching who it is we're impacting what their outcome is the strategy pieces are important and powerful and impactful but if we are energetically in the energy of i'm going to get people i'm going to go out there and we're we're meant to be in our feminine receiving there's going to be a disconnect and i noticed this for myself over the past month i've been really working on am i leaning forward while i work 
in the, and that can be a sign that you're in the masculine. If you're constantly leaning forward, you're like leaning in. My coach recently told me this. She's like, notice how you lean in on every single one of our calls. I'm like, yeah. She's like, you're in your masculine. That's a, like, that's like an energy of going out and getting it. And I was like, oh, she's like, lean, when you lean back, it's the energy of receiving. And that simple shift, I notice myself throughout the day. I want to continue to lean forward. I want to continue to go get things and I want to continue to like do, right? especially as a generator. I'm like, I want to do, 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 do. But the thing is, is our energy is 10 times more powerful. And I have work. I have, I've had a lot of work to do, but I have had, I've not been promoting the way I was a month ago. And energetically I'm attracting more new clients now than I was a month ago. So my energy has shifted because I'm in this more like this pleasure, the energetic expansion, the receiving energy than I am the masculine. And so what you can do to, you know, aside from telling your mind leaning forward all day, am I leaning back, but allow yourself to do pleasure. And I think oftentimes as entrepreneurs, we forget that like go outside and just put your feet in the grass and go for a walk, like take lunch and don't sit at your desk and really enjoy the every bite of food. Have that piece of chocolate, like touch your body and like take a bubble bath, like pleasure yourself. I don't know. Like what are you doing to receive pleasure? Cause it's all interconnected. Right. But sometimes we, we forget that this is important actually for our business and our energetic expansion. So witness is your energy always in this, like, what's the next thing I can do? What's the next thing I can do? What's the next thing I can promote? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? Instead of being like, okay, can I just lean back and receive? And trust me, this is not an easy one for someone who has been in their masculine for far too long. This is one of the hardest things for me to do is be like, am I just receiving? And you may be on the opposite end of the spectrum. You may be so in your feminine that you're like, la, 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 I'm just going to sit back and I'm just going to receive and I'm just going to wait for the clients to show up. And there may be a little bit more of that. I need, you need to needing to step into your masculine for you, where it's like, am I actually putting that call to action out? Am I actually saying what it is that I'm providing for my clients? Am I actually connecting with people and doing a little bit of that masculine. So there's masculine and feminine flow when it comes to business. But I just want you to witness, like, if you were like I was, where it was constantly like, do, 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 can you step into that more feminine flowy energy for a minute and just ease into that? And then the last thing I want you to ask yourself is, am I energetically expansive or contracted? And what you can do in this moment is if you take a deep breath in, close your eyes. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. But if you take a deep breath in and you just feel into your energy in your body, do you feel any contraction or any tightness, any, any tension in your body? Maybe your shoulders are leaning forward. I know for me, I get like a lot of tension in my shoulders when I'm feeling really contracted or stressed out. I can feel my heart space start to close up when I feel energetically contracted. And what you can do is every day tune into this and then send those areas of your body light and love so that they can energetically open up. And then the other piece of this is actually doing the deep healing work. And this is why like an unshackled and soul activation, both of my, um, really like foundational courses, I do massive work with my clients to do the purification work of their vessel, like clearing out the old shit, allowing their, themselves to feel, allowing themselves to let go 
without getting sucked into the victim of the shit so that they can heal and they can show up as a powerful energy, right? Because if we're contracted and this, you know, the interesting thing is sometimes we think that like, it's not flowing from other areas of our lives, but like if you're contracted in your relationship, let's say your relationship isn't your divine partnership you feel really contracted in it, you don't feel fully expressed, you don't feel really authentic, it's of course going to carry over to your business, right? There's this expansiveness that needs to occur in all areas of our lives. And I'm not saying that you can have like, you, <laughs> I'm not saying you, you ha if your relationship isn't great, that your business will be shitty too, because that's not always the case. But for me, there's like this expand, when I expand in one area of my life, there's this expansive energy that occurs in every area of my life. When I ended my last relationship, this expansive energy, I had the most sales, right? I had doubled my income. Like this is what gets to happen when we're in that expansive energy. But if you feel into your energy right now, do you feel blocked up? Do you feel anything? Do you allow yourself to feel? Do you allow yourself to cry? And that might not make sense in the, the sense of sales, but if you think about it, I, speak to, I spoke to this on, um, I just recorded a module for Unshackled this week, but I spoke to this where it's like, when you come up to someone and you start having a conversation, they may have a smile plastered on their face, they may be super kind, they may be super loving, but you feel their energy still, right? I know so many people where they're walking around with a smile plastered on their face, they're happy all the time, or they, they maybe project that on social media, but I can feel their under, underlying energy and it, it repels me, right? So what is my underlying energy truly? If I really want to step into this receiving, what is my actual energy that's showing up in the online space, that's showing up in my messaging, that's showing up in my conversations with people? Because if I am angry and I'm not allowing myself to even realize that's there, the people who come into your aura are going to feel that. And you may get clients still, you may have people who show up and you may have people that you still get to serve, but I can tell you when you allow yourself to purify your vessel and really fully cry and do the deep inner healing work to let go of the wounds and actually transcend them, that is when there's this expansive energy. So at the end of the day, there's a lot that goes into sales. There's a lot of different moving pieces and parts. There's a lot of different areas we can look at, but I hope that this brought some clarity to you in your messaging, in your sales, in what you're putting out into the world and who it is you're here to serve. If you want more on this, I have two in the Facebook community, in the Raise Your Vibration Facebook community. There are two videos I did around this time last year on um, the energetics of sales on attracting in your soul client. I would encourage you to pop into the Facebook group and watch some of those old videos. They should be closer to the top. I just tagged some people in them. So check those out. I think they'll be really helpful for you if you're still moving through some of this stuff when it comes to sales, your messaging, speaking to who it is you, who you really want to, um, call in. So that's all I have for you guys. Have a fabulous week. Um, if this podcast was something that was helpful for you, I'd encourage you to, you know, share it with a friend, maybe your downline, maybe tag me in your Instagram story and let a sister know what you thought. Otherwise, I'm sending you all the love and blessings. And don't forget, if you felt called to the retreat, the link is in my bio so you can grab your spot.